It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Catherine Frady, hello. Hi. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. Before you head out of town. Yeah, before I leave you again. Because <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. You're off to uh, to Gallivant now. Yeah, you know, back what, to Baton Rouge for a little oh, bit. Oh, is that where? Okay, I, I, I thought, I'll say where she's going because I remember. And then it'll be wrong. And I Baton Rouge in August? Baton Rouge in August, yeah. So I'm sure once the hurricanes start running running in, I'll be back pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm delighted that you're here. Uh, actually, I've already booked the uh, the next guest host. Oh, fantastic. To, for the next episode, which I guess would be Thursday, I suppose. Um, it's the man who designed the Frank and Friends show logo, Jody Collins. Fantastic. And the reason... Is he invited Jody. me to be a guest on Ramblin' Man podcast, okay. which yeah. is his show? And he says, I'm, and he says to me, uh, "This is all in via writing." So I'm trying to imagine him saying this, but he says, uh, "Now I want you to come be on my podcast, but please understand, I don't have a time limit." <laughs> I'm like, you don't tell Frank Murphy that you don't have a time limit because that means you're going to be talking all day long. Because he sees that I always we always do <laughs> thirty, you know, minute 30 to forty five minute yeah. episodes, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, that's too short." I'm like, "I know, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Four hours later, <laughs> yes, he doesn't know that when I was on the uh, Quitters Never Give Up podcast, it was they, like three hours. Wasn't yeah, it? and they wrote yeah. they wrote to Bean, you know, Frank Beep and Murphy was on for three beeping hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got you know three episodes of an hour, or you got six episodes. You just do yeah, just like just, part one, part two, part three. Or, you know, they did it into two. They split okay. split it into two uh, yeah. ninety minute episodes. But oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah, I think I'd probably split it up into like six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why you should subscribe to us on an audio podcast app or on YouTube, and smash that button for, for notifications. notifications. <laughs> so you hear about all of the new episodes. You get uh, told when one drops. I'm trying to keep pretty well to the schedule, you know, of uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, so twice a week for podcasts and twice a month for Seymour Smokey's episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do uh, get us past 1,000 subscribers. We got, you know... A little over 700, right? 299 to go. Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Whatever, however we've got to get there. Uh, and the way you can do that is by, of course, subscribing yourself, but by spreading the word and inviting your friends and say, hey, this uh, podcast. This is really fun. Yeah, you. I had a friend who had COVID uh, about a month ago and was like, looking for podcasts because I found that when people are at home and they're not allowed to go anywhere, yeah. they kind of get bored, especially right now when COVID's not for a lot of people as... Yeah. Difficult. It's so weird because I'm spending more time at home alone now than, than you I did, did before. during the height of the pandemic. I was out every day during the pandemic. Well, no one was out. It was a little safer then. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, had, I, had, I had a job um, that I was considered, quote-unquote, essential, so I had to go to work every day, and that right. was actually nice because it gave me something to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But people look for podcasts all the time, so whenever you see a friend who's looking for a podcast, say Frank and Friends Show. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, mm. I did. I, I shared it i was like if you think i'm silly in rehearsal go watch this <laughs> <laughs> well i've got the the airpods now at my birthday gift i nice. think it was because of you those are fun do you have them i do i think my wife gave them to me so that i could keep up with the Freddies. um <laughs> you know is what it was so i got them for my birthday nice and i didn't look up to see how much they cost because she First thing she says is, I know I spent too much, but I, you know, I want you to have these because I think you'll be useful to you. So now I am terrified of losing them. Well, I was terrified of losing them when I first got them, but I found that I have 
I've never lost them. Okay. And this is coming from somebody who. All right. Well, I have found that they have popped out of my ears while I'm working outside. Well, that's dangerous. Yes. So I, when I'm working on the pool, I'm especially terrified that they're going to yeah. pop right into the water. Yeah. So far, they have only popped into the dirt when I'm bending over and doing gardening or actually even some pool maintenance where I'm bending over to turn the valves and clean the pool. Yeah. And one of them pops out. I was like, what, what's happening inside my head? Are my ears that tiny? Are you getting them? Do I have tiny ears? I mean, no. They seem like normal size ears. I'm trying but... to stretch them out. <laughs> Are you getting the, them all the way in? Oh, I, I mean, I could go get them and I could... We'll, we'll have to look at that later. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's because do what? Do you, are you supposed to like uh, moisturize them or something? Do they slide no, in a little bit? No, but they should kind of like hang. Yeah, I mean, they should fit where they're not easily falling. But I know out, I've got so. tiny pupils, but if I have tiny ear holes, I mean, you might. That's possible. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyhow, um, all of those things are a possibility. So, uh, <laughs> 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 but I've been listening. But I understand now why it's easier to listen to podcasts. Um, sometimes than it is to watch them on YouTube because I can walk around and do. St- I can leave the phone; it doesn't have to be in my pocket. Exactly. I can set the phone yes. in the garage and go do fig gardening, uh, and I'm you out can there. Still hear it? That's yeah, cool. yeah. And then when you text me, it pauses the podcast and says the words, and then I can respond. Or, yeah, or, yeah, or call or yeah. whatever happens. Yeah, um, great. We also have our uh, merch store, which I think, oh, you know what? I think they have, don't they have um, earbud cases with our logo on them? They do. That's what you need. I wonder, is, would they fit the Apple AirPods? Because yeah. those are, I didn't know. Was it you who lost your AirPod case? Somebody I know lost their AirPod case, and they were all upset about it. I'm like, so what? I didn't know that that's how you power Charge the them. things. Yeah, yeah the, the battery is in the case, and they recharge every time you put them in the case and then you recharge the case to recharge the airpods so i think the case that we have on the frank and friends uh website probably just generic no it's it's actually a case for the case (laughs) it's a sleeve basically (laughs) that way like okay so james and i both have airpods i need i need a case for my case i'm gonna look this up well yeah because otherwise you have all of these like white little cases around the house you know if you have multiple people in the house and it's better like i put one on mine so so that we could differentiate between his airpod case and mine and then i gave him like a little new orleans saints sticker for his so now we know whose is whose just by so until i uh buy my wife a airpods it's not a problem yeah exactly but if i want to promote my own self to myself (laughs) correct would that be under accessories phone cases probably? probably yeah or is it under no. It must, must be under be some under. other kind of uh, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, drinkware, homeware, mm. apparel. Mm. Uh, well, I know it's there on there. I'll have to go back to the... I have to go look. Go back but to you can I find was. all the merchandise at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Here. Uh, AirPods Pro case. See? So this so is a case for the case. That is a case for the case. That sounds like... Um, but here's the one AirPod for... Pro, that's here, the one you need. AirPods case. Yes. Gen 1, 2. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I assume that's the one you got. Okay. All right. That's interesting. So we have that on our and store. you can get it in any color. Oh, and it's even got a little hole so you can see that it's charging. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Isn't that great? Okay. Well, anyway, that and the towel and all the things, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. Look at me. I don't have to go buy stuff now. <laughs> all right. Actually, well, I need you to buy stuff so that I can use... <laughs> so we can get the, more batteries. The, ...the small profit margin, and I will buy other things to display on the table. The, I'm going to get pint glasses. As soon as we oh, yes. sell enough stuff that I can afford to buy pint glasses, I'm going to get a I set do need of those. some pint glasses. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So we can have cider while we have our conversations. Oh, we had... You know... You got me last night. I probably shouldn't have had that cider, because I fell back asleep hard. Did you? Yeah. That's good. Missed a call from my daughter. Oh. And... That's um, not good. No. But the thing was... So I called her back a couple hours later, and you could tell it was... I was calling it a bad time, Mm -hmm. because uh, Lucy is crying. That's not good. Not good. But they've also... Megan's maternity leave is up, so it's time to potty train Lucy. You know, because right. Lucy's now two, right? Uh, and two in three months, so she's got to got a potty train. So that Megan has a very, and without getting gross about it, the kid wears a long t shirt around the house and nothing else. Okay, and when you got to go, you got to go. And if there's an accident on the floor, well, that's part of the training process. I see. Yeah, but Megan's prepared for that. Does she make the kids clean it up? Because that would like train me faster. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so. Um, I've called it in an opportune time. She was calling with an arty question early this morning, like at 8.30, and that was resolved. She and her husband figured out whatever it was. But now Lucy's crying, and she's like, I can't really talk right now. I said, okay, well, tell Lucy I love her. She said, well, Grandpa loves you. And all of a sudden, it's like, Papa? Aw, that's so sweet. (laughs) So now she wants to tell me, Lucy does, that she's sitting on the toilet waiting, hoping something will happen. (laughs) Amazing. And uh, all of a sudden, it's like, uh, like, switch switch the switch. It's like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to make a scene in front of Grandpa. Grandpa, right, yeah. Oh, everything's not, fine. Everything's uh, fine, yeah, I'm everything's good. Everything's fine. Oh, Grandpa. She doesn't really <laughs> talk much, but she kind of says words that we know to mean Grandma and Grandpa, and she's picking up other vocabulary. Sure, so yeah. it's all going to come flooding in. She'll be a chatty Kathy all of a sudden. I wonder where she'll get that from. The whole family. Yeah. I mean, you've seen Artie. You've met Artie. Yes. Artie doesn't stop talking. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I love it, you know. We had some fun with him uh, when he was here, and I've uh, come up with a plan for him to visit next year during August instead of June. Okay. Because every year that he's visited, it's been like June, July, um, because it really is based on my wife's schedule at work. My wife works at a school. Uh, she has that time off. Yeah. So it makes well, it easier. Well, a lighter schedule. She works year-round, right. but um, she they only have shortened hours for the front office staff during um, June and July, and then August 1st, they are back you know, cranked up full speed. Teachers report August 1st. Students report August uh, 5th, I think, whenever oh, wow. it was. Yeah. Um, and they're off to the races. Yeah. So we generally don't want to have the kids visit in During August because it means it's 100% on Grandpa to take care of them. Right. But, you know, Artie is going to be nine next year. Okay. And he's getting tall. So I had this idea, two, two ideas. Number one. If he stayed home in Virginia during June and July, he can join the swim team and learn get a, become a better swimmer. That'd be nice. And number two, he'll be taller even still by the time August gets around and the figs are ripe. So he can get out there and do. The I work can put for him you. on my shoulders, or I'm probably too big for that. But we'll, yeah, we'll just I'll just throw him. No, no, he's <laughs> probably too big for that. But he'll be tall. Uh, he'll yeah. be able to help me uh, get the figs off the tree. Or he can get the ones all down low. Yeah, but he's yeah, bending. But he, he can do the bending. But you'll have free labor. <gasps> he, can, I can do the standing. He can do the bending. That's right. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I'm going to put him to work. It'll be like That's the and fantastic. he can when he grows up, he can say, "When I was young, I had to go work at my grandpa's <laughs> fig farm. <laughs> it was in the suburbs, next to the in the heat and the humidity, next to the garage, <laughs> uphill both ways." Yeah. <laughs> But I've got exhaustion, so I thought, I need, I need help. That's I need, true. I need to get Artie out there. My wife's apologizing to me. She says, I'm sorry I don't help you with the figs because she's tired from work. I said, stop it. She didn't you're, want the figs. You are, you're... <laughs> 
What does she have to help you? It was your idea. Oh, <laughs> well, that's same. true. But she's been uh, experimenting with new recipes in the kitchen nice. to make different types of fig preserves and uh, doing the, the canning, which should be called jarring. but Because the, it's in a jar and not a can. But they call it canning, and I, even though the experience may be jarring. <laughs> <laughs> Until you eat it, then it's delicious. Would you like some more to take home or take to Baton Rouge or take to... Yeah. All right, I'll give you the jar because we still have um, like four pints from last year. Oh, fantastic. So i got to make room in the closet for this year's haul. I'll take some of that off your hands. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so that's uh, that's today's fig report. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the shirt? Is this... Uh, oh, today I mean, is the... Today, we have a moment of silence for Cecil Edward Manis because today is day 10 of Dead Man's Shirt, um, and t- the tenth and final day of, uh, of Dead Wardrobe. I mean, you, you did real well. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's really nice. I saved one of the best ones for last. Yeah, he had some really nice shirts. I've kind of been alternating the blue and the red, because I, I okay. subconsciously didn't even realize it. I bought about roughly four, uh, maybe about half and half, okay. blue and red shirts. You probably got like a couple extra blue. Probably. But I mean, did you I, like I, the way you look in blue? With we, your, but I, your but eyes, I, you yeah. know, also I'm buying a dead man's shirt, so I got to, you know, the, the, it's not you like can't you be can, too choosy, right? So I got a yellow, and a bunch of blues and a bunch of reds, and you nice. know, so nice. I'm happy with it. So this is the the final day of uh, a dead man's attire. I guess I can start working them back into the rotation. That's good. Did you wear one of the dead man's shirts to Tosca premiere? Of course I did. Well, it was the yellow? Yes. Yes, and I wore a dead man's shirt to the Marvel City Opera board meeting. I wore the red, the one that uh, nice. my friend Jeff Detro described as. A uh, Bob Evans restaurant is missing its tablecloth. <laughs> Amazing. Now, I feel like I almost feel bad because he, he slid that joke in so beautifully on the show, and I just I just acknowledged it like, yep. <laughs> but it, it's like you know, in, in morning radio, you almost expect your co-host to guffaw at everything you say, and I'm not that way. Right. You no. know, if the joke is strong enough, that's it. It's fine. I, I thought it was hilarious. And that's me. That's like in comedy. You just like leave it. That's the comedy. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the comedy. Let move on. That's yeah. good. Yep. That's yeah. Don't good. try to top it. Don't try to. Yeah. Stop the progress of the conversation. Sure. So it was a great joke. That's anyway, awesome. So thank you, Jeff. That's awesome. Well, I think it's good that you wore yellow um, to the board meeting because it's gold. You know, since Marvel City Opera's colors are gold. Oh, I wore yellow to the movie screening. That's that's good too because oh, Marvel I City just got a black and black and gold shirt. A black for the, and gold, yeah. The official colors of Marvel City do Opera and wear, only Marvel City Opera. That's right. Do you <laughs> do you ever wear black? I don't think I've ever seen you wear black. Have I well, your suits maybe. Uh, you know, I have a black jacket, and I have black pants. They're not technically not a suit. Um, I think when you and I did a bit. Um, we went to the man show, or we were. Mm. I think twice I've worn the black uh, ensemble, which you know, black or gray. Um, it was we were going out to see Mephistopheles after we okay. did a, an appearance together yeah. at the man show at Chilhowee Park, and then we uh, we were doing the Pink Floyd tribute band, Brit Floyd, uh, doing the pledge drive on That's East right. Tennessee PBS. I wore. I thought it was more rock and roll to wear. Like my gunmetal-ish black and white shirt and black tie and black yeah, jacket. Yeah, that's but, right. That's right. I don't know. Kind of. I watched. Are you more of a color kind of person? I watched it. It, it looked didn't look like <laughs> didn't look that good. Yeah, yeah, color works for you really well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I guess. But you know, mentioning all those things that we've we've done together, I realized at the Tosca premiere that that was really our first 
like on camera.、Mm-hmm. You know, I guess we had done the behind、we、the scenes. We did a couple of behind the scenes, and and I interviewed you、um, on the, the podcast. So, we, but that was that was a thing where it wasn't. We're on equal footing.、Uh, sometimes, you know, if I'm if I'm hosting a show, and I'm inviting you on to be the guest, I'm the one who will control the show and say, "Welcome, this is Catherine. I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to、right. talk, and then、right. I'm going to say, 'Okay, that's the end.' It's a different. A different balance, dynamic. yeah. You know, here、um, it's in, we talk about this in improv all the time. It's called a status change, and it makes the scene more interesting if、uh, the people are of two different status in the、mm. show. And sometimes during the scene, you can switch status, and、sure. that's a fun comedic twist, right? And it's, it's not always the obvious. It's not like always doctor patient. Sometimes in that scenario, the patient has a higher status than the doctor, which makes for comedy. But that's, that's a thing you have, you're aware of in the scene. Is don't come in to a comedy scene and both be doing the same thing, right? So, but that's a scenario where we're introducing Tosca, and we're here. This hey, it's the two of us, and that's what you get. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was cute. I took a picture of us on the big screen. Oh, did you? I don't know if you took any photos while we were there, but I did. I got this this cute little photo of us while we're on the big screen. Oh, nice. Well, please send that to me, and I'll、uh, yeah. I'll put it on、um, the uh, uh, the screen for y'all to see. Yeah. Oh, I, ha- I thought I remembered. I have a photo to show you too. You do. That's、uh-uh. back to the fig topic, so you might not be interested. I'm <laughs> so interested in the figs. <laughs> well, remember, I'm not. I don't have fig exhaustion. It's just you. Remember, I told you that、uh, Kristen and Jeff were here.、Uh, yeah. I've been talking about Jeff Detrow multiple times. You know, the one with the Bob Evans joke. Well, I gave them a fig plant. Cute. And、uh, so they be- they planted it in their yard, and I wrote back my grand fig. <laughs> so <laughs> love it,、uh, and I thought that was sweet because that like, is sweet. It looks so nice. They it does. It so, so now I've got two grand figs because I planted one at next door neighbor Ted's house for、okay. him, and、um, obviously I've given one to Jeff and Kristen. They took it down to Maribel, and it's still alive. Nice. So I'm thinking I should do more of that. You know, I could. I've got a lot of. I have to prune the tree back really hard this coming winter, so I can have lots of、um, grand figs around、yeah. the city. Yeah, what do you think? I like it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to sell them? I'm、I、always、should. coming up with these businesses. No, no, no. Other people do. That's what I'm thinking. Is、yeah. is you know if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's and you buy a fairly sickly looking brown turkey、uh, seedling or, or twigling or whatever it is cutting, right?、Uh, it's like. Fifteen to thirty dollars. Crazy. You know, I could sell healthy sell ones for, for a fraction of that. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. five. You know. Yeah, just to move them out. You know. Yeah. You I have to cover my、up. cost of the dirt and the the cups. I bought、sure. some cups and dirt and flower pots and things. That's good. You can start like a lemonade stand, but for for figs outside. <laughs> Or you could put it on the porch. I'm going to come up with some good ideas for you. I'll, I'll create a marketing plan. I'll send it over. Well, my friend、um, Heather, who is the one who introduced、goes. me to figs ten years ago, so it's all her fault,、uh, was telling me that she used to go get blueberries or blackberries, I guess blackberries, at a neighbor's house. Okay. And it was honor system. They would put out little containers of blackberries, and it was a jar. You'd put your money in the jar. You'd take a container of blackberries. Exactly. Totally on the honor system. So she goes over there, stock up, and the sign says,、uh, "Out of business. The birds beat you to it." You know, the, bird, the birds ate all the berries that year, and they had nothing to sell left. I love it. So I understand that pain. Yeah. But I don't know if I would want to leave. If I leave、um, jars, bottles,、uh, containers, baskets of figs out on the front porch, I think the birds would figure that out pretty quick. Definitely. I mean, and then the bag. I mean, you could bag them like you you do, but yeah. 
Uh, anyway, so that's, expensive with the bags. So I can sell figs. So, is what you're trying to tell yeah, me? That could be my one. next side hustle. Yes, and then the fig jam, Frank's figs. Did I tell you that someone tried to get me to volunteer for a another nonprofit? What? I know, well, I mean, not another not. Meaning, let me rephrase that. Um, I've done this before in my life. I've been on the boards of nonprofits. I've yes. was the president of the. FBI Citizens Academy Alumni Association and should the be careful, like, Front Page Foundation. Because you know. I opened my big mouth and I spoke up at a meeting and that got me made president. And I've, I've, Well, especially if you're like, announcing all of your board experience and the times that That's you've been saying. the president on a board. But, I mean, you don't mind people like flattering you and saying, Frank... You're fantastic at this. We need you to do it for us. It's, yes, that's the problem. Is That's my soft spot. Is I have a hard time saying no. But they wanted me to be on the committee for dear sweet Beth Haynes and her um, 12 Days of Christmas. Mm. Uh, you know, line up basically lining up silent auction items and donations. Okay. And I thought, oh, my gosh. How am I going to do that? And then another organization wanted me to be on the an officer on the board. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. How am I going to do this? And I realized that when I had a salaried job I had the time I mean the salary especially in radio they're like hey what boards are you on right they want what, you what's to your be community involvement right and I'm like what do you care I'm like no no we got to file a report with the FCC every quarter right and if you do something in the community we can it put helps. that on the FCC report and it helps us as broadcasters mm-hmm. so I was encouraged to do these other things sure to the point where they let me use the conference room for the meetings nice we had office, you know, we had everything. We had whatever I needed. If I needed them to, they made donations to the silent auction. They um, let me use, they allowed me to use the copier to print off the agenda. That's it great. Literally, it's 12 pieces of paper. So it's sure, not that big but, of a deal. But, you know, it's nice. Yeah. It's convenient. Right. Um, but that was supportive. So now that I don't have that, I don't have a salary job, and I'm Mr. Gig, if you're going to ask me to help with a an imp- high school improv team or you're going to ask me to do some other thing, uh, it takes your time away from doing the thing that you're trying to do to make money. Yeah, so I mean, I mean if you yeah, you have to pay me now to do all these things. Yeah, it's hard. Like it's MC a charity event. I'm like, oh, I know. Actually, I'm going to MC You are yours. MCing ours, right? Yeah. I, okay. know, I know. For free. <laughs> but I'm on your board. <laughs> you are on our board. That's enough, right? Isn't being on one board enough? When when's my term up? It's not ever up. Yeah. I need to get uh, It's Marble City Opera board member for life. No, I I don't think <laughs> We're redoing the bylaws, so that's I what it swear, says. <laughs> Frank I Murphy, swear when <laughs> term I s- for life. <laughs> that's I mean. Well, that's certainly one way to shorten my term because I'll die. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather die. <laughs> I'll die. I mean, that'd be a good opportunity. I said that to my wife the other night. We were talking about similar, the same topic. I said, you know, I don't have a salary job. You know, I, I'm trying to struggle and make doing all the gigs. I make a few hundred dollars on each of these different gigs, and I said to her. You know, if I if I just drop dead, the life insurance is worth more. And she started. She said, "Told me, call me George Bailey." Oh, <laughs> she said, "Knock it off, George Bailey." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm worth more dead than alive. Well, I mean, it may be true, but I don't have to be sad about it. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, you can be happy about your fabulous events in Middleburg, Virginia, at the Middleburg Barn. Visit my friend Maureen and go to the, the MiddleburgBarn.com to see the fabulous Gucci Barn. The it's so beautiful. Crystals. The Swarovski crystals. I can't even see it. The um, HVAC with the ultraviolet rays. Cleaning it the air. really does look like a beautiful venue. It is. It is. I've um, obviously this, Maureen's a friend of mine. Going back to the uh, 1980s. Um, and I won't tell. 
Yeah, uh, but she built this place five years ago, 2017, so I can only say that for a little bit longer, with the uh, the old-style techniques of no nails and the whole barn fits together. Mm-hmm. Um, you can deck it out as, as you see fit. You know, it's made for classy events. It's got, you know, the, the place for your caterer to show up, the place for your party rental people to show up and set your tables and chairs and, and do all the things. So however you want it, whether you want 400 people or whether you want 100 people, the space is flexible to accommodate all of that has doors that open up so and you, you can, can have see the, the beautiful mountains. scenery oh. you've got the house that you can even stay in or yeah, the overnight cottage. the cottage on uh on the property so if you uh, have like a wedding party and they want to get ready in the cottage before everyone sees them when you click on weddings perfect. at um the com, they have people with a horse so i don't know whose horse it is it might be maureen's horse she's got Maybe. she has a few uh they came by so you guess if you, if you want a horse at your wedding well then Maybe That's you can possible. ride in on a horse to your wedding. Well, if you know how. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah you could probably arrange that. I mean, it, if you get one of those jumpy horses, though, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe let your, the groom You do and it. your bridal gown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your helmet. Maybe. And the horse is doing steeplechase to get you to your wedding. I've got a good idea. Two good ideas. Okay. Here's your wedding planner for you. Okay. <laughs> you can have the bride show up to the the altar first. Yes. And have your knight in shining armor ride in on the horse. A trusty steed. Yes. Or if you like, you know, aren't certain that you want to go through with it, you can have the horse on standby so that if you want to run and get from away. the wedding, you just hop on the horse and take that it would be imagine like a, this is a movie, the Runaway Bride, right? Yeah. yeah. So imagine that you gallop off. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. a great escape. That's a fantastic. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, and then uh, the swans, Fred and Ginger. Okay. The hissy swans—they're mean, but it doesn't matter because you don't. I mean, you're not going to touch the swans. You're just going right. to have them do their beautiful swan swimming in the pond in front of the barn. That's nice. for pictures and whatnot. It's beautiful. Or just atmosphere. So your guests will come and go. Look at the beautiful swans! Oh, love. Yeah. And you don't have to know that they're mean. No well, all swans are mean. Yeah. I yeah. think that's why it's pretty safe. I'm not like I'm prejudiced against any particular no, swan. No, it's not these swans specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. I guess I am prejudiced against all swans. They're all terrible. So uh, the middlebergbarn.com. Uh, call Maureen. Uh, the number is 540-687-5255. Maureen. Uh, so, go ahead. She's another one of my lady friends, my I female know. friends. I, I know. Um, when Avi was here, she said, she was telling me about some personality test, and she's asking me if I ever took it. I don't like even know what she was talking Myers about. Briggs or me. Enneagram or she mentioned both of those, but there's yet more. Sure. And she found the one that that resonated the most with her, but it said that it was odd because she comes off as more less emotional and more intellectual, yes, yes. maybe. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's good for her, for her, you know, and she says maybe that's why most of her friends are guys. And right. The men she dates sometimes have a little odd, you know. Reaction to it. That all yeah. of her close friends are guys. Mm. And I've been friends with her for going on 20 years, you know, so I said, well, I'm, and then I thought about it, and I thought my closest friends are all women. I know, I was glad to see that you actually had some male friends who've male been friends. on the on the show. They're not, I, they're they're not friends. <laughs> you just well, it's the Frank and Friends show, so you should claim them as friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had, um, well, you had been bugging me to have Tim Coleman, which, I uh, well, of course, he's, he talked for an hour. I couldn't shut him up. The, the episode went on. I should have found a way to break the episode in half, but he came in to talk about a play that he was in mm-hmm. that was opening that week. And 
Like, when are we going to... He wants... And we do all this backstory. A half hour of fantastic, amazing theater backstory of how he got involved nice. in theater and Sweet Fanny Adams. And I'm hanging on every word. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. And I, but I'm looking at the clock thinking... When are you going to get to the play? <laughs> <laughs> Next week. <laughs> I, I'm trying, but that would be too late, right? So yeah. I had to put it out as a full hour episode. Yeah. And then I put that out, and I get a, comment, a call from Frank Rosamund, who's also in the play. And he's telling me, I'd love to be on your show. So I took it as Tim didn't promote the play enough, so I invited Frank Rosamund to come on. And I, I only know Frank in passing. We sat together at a um, charity event, and... I guess I've, I've, we've run into each other because now he's mm-hmm. chairman of the Knoxville, Knoxville Opera. Opera Board. Yes. Right? So we've, we've seen him at operas. And we've, yeah, we've chatted. We've said hi. Yeah. Well, nice guy. And he and I have a, are, are similar. We have a lot in common, it turns out. Uh, That's fun. So okay. Your names are both Frank. Uh, naturally. Starting there. So he comes in and I say, oh, you're here to promote the Bright Star, right? He's like, no, Tim already did that. I, just, I thought I'm here to talk to you. I thought you were dissatisfied with Tim's promotion of Bright Star, so you came in to clean up the mess. He's like, "Oh no, we can talk about whatever you want." Came to chat, be on the show. He legitimately wanted to be on the show. <laughs> well, a lot of people do. Much like uh, Jody Collins, who'll be on the next episode. Yeah. So I'm supposed to film with him. Um, what we're three days after we're filming this. So okay. It well, I was going to ask: right. Are you going to have to? Raise the camera. Yes. I don't know. He's I'm, quite tall. I'm, he's, he, well, his name of his company is Feral Giant. I know. Do you know him well? I know him in passing. He's, okay. he's done some marketing for Marvel City Opera, and he's oh. come to some of our shows, and he's good friends with Brandon Gibson. Well, that helps so, a lot. That yeah. gives me something to go with. Now, I'll, yeah. I will have an icebreaker because I'll go be on his Ramblin' Man podcast first. The, on the, we're going to record that on a Sunday, and then he's going to come here, and we're going to record on a Monday. Nice. So... Uh, I'm glad that I'm second in terms of podcasts. I'll have all these other new things to talk to him about and all yeah, these new ideas. Um, but he was introduced to me through Hutch and Howard Real Estate. He said, you need a logo. Get, he's the guy. It's the most beautiful. I love it so much. Um, so he'll, we'll come in and we'll talk about talented. all the things. He's interesting. He loves Oreos. I'm going to ask about that. Oh, okay. Oreos. And other junk food. He likes all the same junk food I do. Let's, well, I mean, so... That's a great place to start. Just talk about all the junk food that you like. Wait, it'll still be fig season. He's nine feet tall. There you go. Well, you can I have him help you with the figs. I, I told you, think he really is. He's got to be like six five, six nine. Oh, at least because my older brother is six six, and I think that Jody six, is a little taller. Like six seven, six, six seven, seven. six. Who's so like Bean, Bean? is that tall? My friend Bean. So all right, so I'll get Jody out there to pick some high figs. Yeah, it's a good idea. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Appreciate the help. You might you might want to warn him that you're going to put him to work after. Oh, because it's hot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Bean, he thinks I should do a spinoff podcast on oh. the topic of figs. I I mean, again, Frank's figs. I think um, he, Bean might think that so that I'll stop talking about figs on this show. Right. He's like, I don't want to listen to your stories about figs. <laughs> Have your own figs. Fig podcast over here so that people who like figs can listen to figs and talk about things that are other than figs on the Frank and Friends show. Otherwise, it's the Frank and Fig show. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a small window of ripeness. I mean... That could be the title for this episode. A small window of ripeness. Those figs are delicious. I mean... I've got more. 
They're we can really go out to the tree tasty. and pick some anytime. I you don't want. even ever buy figs. I've never actually. I don't think I'd had a fig before I met you. That makes sense. It's, they're very hard to find in stores in this area. Mm. Uh, Publix will have them, and that's really a maybe. I'm, I'm sure some of the other high end, you know, expensive stores, Fresh Market or uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods, yeah, they might. And is, is there another one? Another? There used to be Earth Fair. Sprouts are. Yeah, but anyway, but they probably yeah. do, but I don't go to those stores right. at all. They're not close by. They're expensive, so I generally don't go there. And Publix is too far, is too far from me. It's near where you live. Right. So you could go check out the Publix and buy a See thing of figs and be amazed at how expensive they are. Or I could just come over here. And- uh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, But in the Hamptons... In the Hamptons, it's easy to buy figs. Oh, well, well, that's because you're in the Hamptons. <laughs> Practically everywhere. 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 Just trays of figs. Oh, yes. Like... They're not even expensive in the Hamptons. No, no, they're very... They're it has nothing to do with the Hamptons and everybody having money, but they're, they're just inexpensive here. They're, no, they're not cheap. They're, they're more expensive. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Huh. But I'm saying that's one place they're where Hampton I've gone. Figs. I've gone into a deli to get an egg sandwich. And they had figs? <laughs> that's pretty fancy. Okay. I don't know about all that. I'm sure you could get them in England because, I mean, figgy pudding, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- people love figs in England. I don't know how easy they are to grow there. Yeah, I don't know but, where um, they would import them from. Well, I mean, they're, they're close to the Mediterranean. That's where figs... So they figs, have Mediterranean figs. I thought they're even better in London. Uh, yeah. Mediterranean figs, are the, that's, the, mm. that's the gold standard. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. you want, you know? That's, that's where they're from, the, you know, Israel and... Spain and Greece and, you know, people, I've known people who lived in Greece when they were kids, like, oh, yeah, we used to climb the fig tree. And, oh, nice, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where they're yeah, real. Yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, and here you have to get figs that are bred to not die over the winter. Right. So I think you sacrifice a little bit of the, um, the flavor just to keep the tree alive. Sure. But so. these are very flavor, flavorful. How do you say that? Flavorful? Fla- That's a good tongue twister. Frank's Flavorful Figs. <laughs> flavorful. Hi, everyone. I'm Frank of Frank's Flavorful Figs. They're lots of fun to, <laughs> to <laughs> fling eat. and eat. <laughs> nice. Whatever you're going to do with them. Uh, anything else, Freddie, before you take off and leave me again? You know, I don't think I have too much. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I, I do have to say that working remotely in all of the locations has been pretty fun. I'm back on Zoom all the time. Oh, you know, so Zoom blows. Uh, Zoom, Zoom. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, it allows me to be everywhere I all guess. the time, which is kind of great. I mean, except when you, there's like a storm or something, and I end up on my phone or. Well, um, in, in I'm going to say that if you're the person who knows how to work Zoom, mm. yeah, you. Mm. If you're the person who doesn't understand. What you're coming across, like, on the other end. Sure. You know, it's, it's like we can't, you're walked away from the thing and you're still talking. Like, well, no, what? Come back. <laughs> or, you know, you, you've, you've muted your mic and, you, and your we mouth is moving you. and we can't hear you. Or you have something going on really, really loud in the background. That's annoying, too. Yeah. Or you yeah. have your mic on when, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. There's so all I'm, those I'm, things. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of the, I don't know, I don't love the Zoom. But I guess it's, you know, maybe on, on the other hand. Um, I've been contacted by these companies that offer like remote video podcasting, so I could. It costs money though, but set it up so that um, it's easier to do a two-person podcast, a video podcast, with someone in a distant location. Yeah, that um, could be cool. Because the the technology, basically, they said this is what is makes us better than Zoom, and it makes all sense to me as a right media person and a, like well. If, of course, they're recording the files in two separate locations and merging them together. That's how it's. You should do it. Yeah. Ah. 
Yeah, we should look into that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we I need to get to a thousand. We need to get a thousand subscribers. Help us out. <laughs> Go to um, the YouTube's youtube.com slash show. Hit the subscribe button and then hit the bell for notifications. Smash that button. Which would be fantastic. Uh, we appreciate that to uh, get to us a thousand. Uh, you can also listen on any of the audio podcast apps, including Audible. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash show, you can get a free 30-day premiere membership, the premium membership. The premium, which allows you to download one item for free. Yeah, you get an MP3 download credit every month as a premium member, so take advantage of it during your free 30-day trial. Get something good, nice and long, listen to it in your AirPods so they don't pop out of your head. That's right, don't let them fall in the pool. Yeah, listen, enjoy the enjoy listening while you walk around and do stuff, and it saves your place when you pause, even if you switch devices. So That's if so you cool. listen like on the iPad in the house, but on the phone on the road, blah blah blah, whatever it is, I listen on the Amazon Alexa a lot. Nice. So it jumps. It doesn't matter. I got an iPhone and an Amazon Alexa. It's all connected. They, they should hate each other, but no, no, no. Amazon uh, Audible is the great peacemaker. You know, hey, we are right. the world. <laughs> Connecting us all together. This reminds me of Hands Across America. You wouldn't even know what that is. Happened I mean, in 1984. I was very young. Yeah. Um, that's a good story, though. I'll put that in my book. Um, we are the world. So, uh, audibletrial.com slash show to uh, experience that. The short version of it is they wanted to do a linking from uh, coast to coast. They wanted to have people across the entire country holding hands. That would be really cool. They, I think they kind of did it. Really? They had, yeah, you know, they had to bus people into the the mid the west. Right. But in the where I was in Washington D.C., they had more than enough people. There's people like this, instead <laughs> <laughs> of like this. So, um, Bean, my friend Bean, this is we've known each other since 1984, or maybe it was 85, whenever it was. Um, they had they said we were going to broadcast live from Hands Across America. Okay. So they put us at the top of the Washington Monument. So that we could get a perspective, which radio. They put us up at the top of the Washington Monument with all the other local TV and network TV shows. And we had to get a security clearance because they took off the windows. Oh, wow. And they didn't want anyone to jump. Well, actually, no. It's, it's <laughs> The window that we're at is if you were a... Uh, we had to get a background clearance to make sure that we didn't hurl any projectiles at the oh, White House. Because yeah, you're true. looking... I mean, you're right, right there. there. Yeah. yeah, you're looking directly in the window of the White House. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's uh, you know there's a street, Constitution Avenue, is between you, but you're 555 feet up, and the, and you're look. It's yeah. And then in the other direction, it. yeah, it's the Lincoln Memorial, and in the other direction, nice. it's the U.S. Capitol. What a great. And the other point. direction, it's uh, Southeast D.C. or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it was really cool to be up there, and with the wind crisscrossing mm-hmm. on a Memorial Day weekend, and we're looking down doing a live broadcast about these people holding hands. That's pretty fun. Yeah. So that's my Hands Across America stories. Now you don't have to read the book. I like it. All right. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Just listen to it on the audio trial. Audible? I can't speak today. Audibletrial.com. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's everything. Uh, merch store. Did I do merch store? Um, AirPod cases. We talked about those. We talked about the plush towel, how you can see the colors all the way through. It's very fancy. Mugs, got cell the iPhone cases. Case. We just got to hurry through it. Um, Pint glasses. Jody Collins. Things. Words. Uh, Frank and Friends. Show. Dot com backslash store. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing real well right now. <laughs> well, you've got to go. You've got to go to Baton Rouge, and I'm trying to squeeze in everything before you leave, walk out the door. I'm not going to see you again for months, oh. so I'm trying to squeeze it all in, Freddy. Oh. Trying to squeeze it all I in. I know. Well, next time I'm in town, we can we can sit all down right. again. Fantastic. Yeah. I need to get one of my Ludens, though. 
because uh, I've been talking a lot today. What, are, what is this with your licorice ludens? Uh, I ran out of cherry ludens, uh-huh. so I need to, and I need to order. I get the big bag of ninety of them because it's nice. Back, I'm like the grandpa who always has a ludens in his pocket. Oh, wait, <laughs> who always Frank. has a, a ludens? Always has licorice ludens. I do. Oh, this is the last cherry one. Look how old it looks. It, it was in my. Old. It was in my pocket. I better save it because at church and stuff, I'll give people ludens if they start coughing. I've talked about this. Yeah, but I'm thinking they're expecting a nice sweet cherry ludens. If I <laughs> if I hit them. With the licorice ludens, they're gonna be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> "It's gonna make it worse." They start choking. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done to me? Yeah. <laughs> you heinous person, you. <laughs> so, in church so, of all places. For the next couple of weeks, uh, don't ask me for a ludens. Uh, don't cough near me because I might end up giving you the licorice ludens, and you're, it's a bad surprise. I like them. Everyone else I know hates them. Interesting. Do you like licorice? I mean, I'll give you one. They're, they're over licorice, there. They're out licorice. of reach. Or do I have one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll try it. Okay. It is the uh, Frank and Friends show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And I'll talk to you again next time. I don't know about you. I'll be there someday. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye.